Hey, what's going on, everybody? KD here with the fourth official episode of the King Darius Experience. Today's episode is going to be straight to the point and jam-packed with some value. Um, so make sure you let me know if you enjoyed this episode. Hit me up on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all at Hail King Darius. Um, before we hop into the episode, today we're going to be talking about the era of the creator and what that means for you, what that means for us, how we can push things forward. But before we get into that, I wanted to drop two announcements to you really quick. Um, so as it pertains to King Darius experience, this is now going to be a daily thing. Um, you know, as it pertains to everything in the sacred world, it's very important to have a unified front when it comes to the content and the narratives being pushed forth um, because we do have a multifaceted media company where there is a very clear go-to-market strategy for everything we're doing, which means activities happening every day, conversations are happening every day, um, execution is happening every day, and I want to be able to talk about those things in short, valuable uh, pieces of content that is the King Darius experience. So that, that part of the editorial is ramping up to a daily experience. Um, so you guys can expect that. And then somewhere around when this episode is dropping that you're hearing this, you'll also be able to see all of the activities happening within the business units at Sacred Global as well. So if you go to sacredglobal.com, you'll, you'll be able to see what's going on with um, Sacred Media House, what's happening with Online Creator School, Grill Gang Records, Sacred Space, etc. Um, we have a lot of cool things dropping specifically for the purpose, as always, to awaken and empower every creator in the world. So let's hop right in to today's episode. So we're in right now what I'm deeming as the era of the creator. Everybody is a creator. If you're making, if you're doing, these are things that we've talked about in the podcast and on the content um, across our social channels is that everybody is a creator and it manifests differently for everyone and a lot of times in multifaceted ways. That being said, brand positioning matters now more than it ever has before, right? Anytime you flood a market or multiple markets with content, you know, the supply of content information, value, systems, solutions, all of that kind of stuff, um, you're going to have a plethora or, or an overwhelm of uh, supply and, and that's going to meet a certain, you know, measure of demand, as you know. So uh you're going to have to figure out how to position your brand the things that you're doing the activities that you're part of really effectively like what platforms do you use how do you optimize that how do you communicate to people how do you get people to actually you know consume your thoughts your creations around an idea topic solution pain point opportunity or whatever um let alone how do you gain traction and build on top of that so that way you're not always starting from square one every time you try to launch something new or push your current initiatives forward so I wanted to be able to communicate to you guys that you can actually, and this is a negative thing, but you can actually successfully do things that don't gain traction for your brand if you don't take the uptime, uh, uh, the upfront time to really think through how am I positioning, how am I speaking, who am I trying to reach, where am I trying to reach them, what type of experiences am I trying to provide on individual platforms. A lot of times we're looking for universal solutions when it comes to um, you know, communicating or, or if we wanted to use more of like a historical um, and often religious derived word, um, you are the evangelist for everything that you do, right? You are the communicator, the amplifier, you are the gasoline on a fire. Um, so if you're more focused on productivity 
right? And doing things and activity and being busy, that doesn't necessarily equate to traction for your brand or mind share for your brand or overall awareness and equity for your brand um, and the things that you're doing. So what I am seeing already, there's a lot of people doing extremely well, a lot of people um, on all different levels from organizations, brands to individuals, solopreneurs, new entrepreneurs, et cetera or people who work for you know larger companies where they're just a mouthpiece for those products or services um, but pr productivity does not equal scalability just because you're busy doing activity does not mean that you're gaining traction towards the things that matter to you let alone matter to your organization or your you know current or future customers so what i do to kind of get past this um never-ending pit of darkness that is productivity and optimization is I always try to look at things in their full maturity, right? So when I'm ideating or I'm casting a vision for something, and I, I do this at multiple points in the process. First, I do it with myself. I get an idea. Okay, I sort of go into this out-of-body experience where I mature that idea in phases. Okay, if I was actually to give my full time and attention to this thing, what does it look like at phase one as I'm developing the voice, you know, creating the content, distributing that content, indoctrinating people into an idea and, you know, gaining their permission to market to them by having their information, pushing them further into a funnel, um, making them go a little bit deeper and trying to develop brand advocacy and not just customers. So I try to think through, you know, the maturity of, of everything in each phase and then the next phase. OK, let's say I have customers. What am I doing to go deeper to provide a more diversified and sophisticated? suite of solutions for the people that are actually giving me their attention and their time and their money, the things that are valuable to people and the only things that we have. Um, because when you look at something in its full maturity, you can already start asking your yourself questions up front of, will I actually enjoy doing the thing it takes once I hit phase two or phase three or phase four, do I actually get life from those things? Is that something I could see myself doing for a certain period of time or for a, a longer period of time, like a full career or at least a part of that career? And if you look at things in their full maturity, um, it really saves you a lot of time um, money and resources in the execution process as you're doing something just by taking a little bit of that upfront time to think through something. So this kind of helps me segue into my next topic, which is conversational tone is more important than optimized content, because usually what happens as people start thinking through the things it takes to push an idea forward is they want the all in solution, right? When it comes to social media, how many times should I be posting? How should I be talking? What value should I, how do I leverage? How do I, how do I, how right right and we get into this sort of process where it's like we want a universal solution or equation um that results in our thing growing right and that's just not the case like let, let me save you years of you know research and development and, and figuring things out and trying to piece it like it's not out there there is not an all-in solution if it was that easy literally everyone would be doing it yes our uh, platforms and you know software as a service and things and technology and innovations moving forward and making things easier as it pertains to media and communication, of course, but there's not going to be an all-in solution that optimizes all processes, departments, and facets of your business. So you need to start thinking about these things in a compartmentalized, um, you know, individual siloed version of themselves. So that way you can fully infuse everything that your brand is into every um, category of your business. So what the, what the process of looking at something in its full maturity, um, like I was just talking about, helps as it pertains to conversational tone is it makes your brand a lot more real, a lot more real time, realistic. And it's almost uh, personifying 
your organization is in your brand and giving it its own personality of awareness and mindfulness and intuition and an emotional intelligence because you're able to talk about things in a very contextual way because your mind and your heart um, and even your fake you know version of like executing in those phases or whatever like by you having that out-of-body experience you've already behaved that in a certain sense and you're just grabbing it from the future and making it your reality today so your brand is able to have daily life daily vision daily updated you know narratives and content and things being pushed forward because you the leader of those initiatives have taken the time to look at something in its full maturity so it allows us to talk in a very um conversational uh real-time tone because you know you have social you have content marketing you have advertising you have operations you have administration you have so many aspects of business and business development sales where um, communication is required and if you're always looking for an optimized version of all of those things oh what does somebody say about the 17 ways to post on social media or you know how to optimize an article you know a thousand word article and optimize this and keywords of that and you know linking this and seo that and you know every part of marketing and business has these you know all-in solutions of what you should do or or sort of standards, if you will. But if you infuse your real time conversational tone into those things, talk to people like you would in the grocery store, on the street, in an Uber, you know, over the phone, over messaging, on Skype, on Zoom, talk to people like they are humans because they are actual humans. So when you're creating copy, when you're creating content, um, when you're working on a marketing initiative, when you're rolling out a brand um, or, or a product or a solution, how can I have conversational tone and all of those things so when people are interacting with my brand, it doesn't feel that much different than interacting with a real human. Um, and then it, it kind of rids of all the facades that come along with um, the business world. So I will forever teach people the concept of acting like a human inside of uh, business and marketing, which is actually a lot harder than it sounds because most people don't even act human in their personal life. So they try to have the same sort of um, all encompassing solutions for their personal homes and productivities, but we won't get into that into this episode. So the, um, this episode is very cascading and episodic uh, in a meta way in its nature as well, um, because the next point I want to make is talking about experiential marketing. So one of the things that I've been doing um, as I'm creating content and go to market strategies and working in and on my business at the same time, um, I'm realizing that what I'm doing is I'm becoming a creator of experiences, right? So anytime that you're creating some type of touch point between yourself or your brand and the audience or potential customers, right? Um, you are creating touch points and the nature of those touch points to determine whether it's valuable, whether it's worth somebody's time um, and attention, whether it's worth, you know, them pulling their wallets out for a thing or just giving their engagement and behavior to a thing. You are needing to realize that you are a creator of experiences and you have to be able to, to identify a lot of people say, just become a solutionist and you'll fix it, everything and you'll, you know, become indispensable and all that's it's not that easy. Again, if it was as simple as just creating solutions you would see it running rampant everywhere, which, you know, to a certain extent, you kind of do. You see mediocre ideas, you see decent ideas, you see good ideas, like a lot of things like can take off, like we talked about, I think, in episode two or three. Um, but you need to be a master creator of experiences, learning how to identify pain points, 
identify opportunities, identify solutions, problems, gaps, holes, white spaces, and then optimize and execute against those things by creating experiences and always thinking through what is the experience that a user, um, a, a, a buyer persona, an avatar, there's so many names for it, but my name for it, which everybody should adopt, is human, right? <laughs> you are creating experiences for human. It doesn't matter the nature of the business, the industry, the business model, if it's B2B, if it's B2C, if it's in a certain sector, a certain vertical, they are all ran by humans. So by you studying human behavior, studying and matching that with value and content and solutions and all of those things, you are becoming a master at creating experiences. And that will always push the ball forward because that's what makes you diversified in your ability to become indispensable. So the next point I wanted to make, and like I said, um, you know, this uh, episode is very <laughs> um, cascading in nature that then allows you the ability to know the difference between sales and business development. So by first taking time to position your brand, right, and then making sure your brand has a conversational tone, right, and not just a facade marketing centric, sales centric tone, and then using that tone in those um, efforts to create experiences for humans, you are now tapping into business development because what happens when people get into sort of a sales mindset, regardless of what type of creator they are, influencer and authority, uh, writer, speaker, blogger, entrepreneur, you know, what a leader, you know, because uh, you don't necessarily have to lead your own thing to um, have these things apply to you. But what happens is when people negate those things, um, you turn into a salesman and you put your your blinders on because an artist wants to sell more paintings and a content creator wants more people to read their content and get brand deals and a brand wants to sell more product and a service company wants to sell more services or whatever. And you're not taking those blinders off and looking at the fact that there's so much more business to be had, so many more opportunities to be seen and executed against and link arms with people um, because we get into this nature as humans, which is fine. It's, it's in our nature, but there's a way to... Um, maximize it, but we want to monopolize everything. We want to claim and take dominion of things. But the process of claiming a thing or monopolizing a thing or taking uh, dominion over a space or a vertical or, or a part of a market is your ability to collaborate with others. We talked about this, in, I think, in, I want to say, episode one or two about how collaborations are the future of creators. Um, I don't think that you will be able to, and I think this is across the board 100%, um, and it's very subjective to my own thoughts and opinions, but I don't think you will be able to be the successful version of what you see in your head because we all have those visions and those dreams of what we want to be without the collaboration with other creators. Um, and your, um, your humble behavior that allows the room for those things to actually, you know, be conceived, if you will. So, all of that being said, you need to know the difference in the era of the creator, how to position your brand, how to have a conversational tone, how to provide experiences for people, and how to actually um, tap into business development and developing things and not just trying to make sales. Because when you try to make sales, um, you are behaviorally, even if you believe something different or heard somebody else say a different pr principle, you are behaviorally making your brand and your creations dispensable. Because if the only thing is sales, then the only difference between you and a different solution is price point or availability 
or quantity or these things that can easily be trumped by a better optimized version of that thing. So don't get caught in the loop of optimization because creation can't be optimized. It can only evolve and change and shift with times. And you being a creator, you need to be a conduit of the proper way of uh, creating. So that way you don't become a slave uh, to your business and your creations and just creating more jobs and more responsibility and expectation of you, but you are creating infrastructure that frees up your time because as a creator, your currency is your time. Make sense? So that being said, if you guys have questions for the show, I think uh, maybe in the next episode or the next few episodes, I'm going to start introducing um, audience questions and stuff like that because I want it to be very um, real time and contextual to the things that you guys are challenged with or opportunities that you see. Send an email to editorial at sacredglobal.com. Um, the Sacred Network Network is pushing out a lot of creators content, including my, my own stuff, but I want to get you guys involved as well. Editorial at sacredglobal.com. Um, that being said, the song you're about to hear, you know, 20, 30 seconds of is a song I just dropped called Illusions, um, where I essentially talk about, you know, how people in general in the business world and in life in general have the illusion of success um, versus actual success. So um, what's really dope about it, if you follow me on social at all, is the cover to the song I actually designed myself to um, uh, from an artist perspective. I designed it on my iPad. Um, which is really cool. I'm very into like geometric type of art um, and wanted to infuse that into this track that I dropped called Illusion. So I hope you enjoy and we will see you tomorrow in the episode five of the King Darius Experience. Peace. We just live in